0: So every second Tuesday, we bring somebody into studio that we think. And we know that you will learn a bit from. First, on the basis of their own story as a a human being, but two, on the back of what they do in their day-to-day life, which is what also attracted us to them. And we call the feature Meet the Boss. And tonight on Meet the Boss, we meet... African Bank's Melanie Ramalo, uh, one of the 10 executives at the helm of reshaping this bank into a retail bank, appointed in February 2016, she holds a key role at the bank where she heads, uh, uh, she's African Bank's group executive sales branch network division, which probably means she's the one who interfaces with the entire people who, who work with the bank. Uh, Starting off as a filing clerk, believe it or not, with no degree, believe it or not, no banking experience, believe it or not, no computer skills, believe it or not, most fascinating, no car and no driver's license. And today, she's in the top six of this organization, heading this very most important position. Now, I, I will keep on reading more about her as we continue in this conversation, but I don't want to bore you as if I'm reading an obituary. I'd rather have a conversation with Melanie who is sitting right here in front of us and say good evening to you.
1: Good evening, Rams, and good evening to your listeners. I'm going to
0: ask you to pull that microphone a bit closer to you and be, and love it for the rest of this conversation. <laughs> it's going to be a 50-minute well, conversation between you and I. And we're going to open the lines on 89 110 We'd like for you to call us, either to comment her because you know her or because you're listening to her story, or to remind her that the day, that day when she didn't have a car, you gave her a lift and she never thanked you with a big job at the bank or something like that, <laughs> or any other thing that you'd like to share with us. But we are on 89 7 and Twitter is at Ramsbythehorns. Let's start right at the beginning, where the story begins, you know, where this human being comes from.
2: Very early, years,
1: <laughs>
0: Where's home? You know where you grew up, and stuff like that,
1: Rams, I grew up in a township called Eldorado Park, oh, just across um, the road from here. Yes, uh-huh. and um I went to school there, and i I was the eldest of three children
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, with, with my mom and dad. and um my dad worked in in Wadeville, and he was a man that went to a factory to do the steel work. Yeah, you know, I was about to say, the it plates. had to
0: be a steel factory. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what it's famous for.
1: <laughs> and he was up early in the morning, five, to get to work and start his long day. My mom used to be in um, retail, worked for Edgar's for many years before she fell ill and mm. was boarded from work. So um, that was who we had. And, and my dad and my mom also... Came from, you know, lowly backgrounds. Mom had a standard Pure working class. Yes. Dad couldn't finish school, finished at standard eight. Mm. But they gave us what they could, you know, Mm. a home and put us in school. And we had a good, you know, foundation with the two of them. At least we have our mom and our dad. Yeah. And our granny also lived with us. So, you know, we always have our grannies. Um, And that's where I started, you know. And... Part of when I finished school um, didn't, go, didn't have the means to go and study further mm-hmm. so I started work and I started as a casual at Edgar's and Then realize before we
0: go there, please. you're rushing through important stuff. Yes, so mm-hmm. growing up in elders, <laughs> what, what what uh, we, what era are we talking about? 70s, 80s, what are we talking yeah, about?
1: 80s, yeah, 80s, 90s, not,
0: not the easiest of times.
1: No, it, no. it, was,
0: it was hard times. Yes, you, you 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 have vivid memory of apartheid, you yes. know what that is. Yes, yes. How at that time do you balance being a kid going to school uh, in a working class family? in the reality of the country you are living in at that time. What what are you going through at that time?
1: Well, you know, we were in the townships. We were there. We knew it as home. There's nothing else. You couldn't go to other corners, Mm -hmm. as you know. And when you did go, you only could go to certain areas. And I remember how my dad used to tease us and say, okay, Mel, you light of complexion, (laughs) you could still run into that bathroom, but the rest of us, we can't go into that bathroom. So it was... We were exposed to it, but not as badly as the people that was older than us, yes, like our yes, fathers yes. and our older. They, they knew to, They knew because they were then the student rivals. They were fighting it all. They were being stopped on the road to check their the passes. Oh. The, and my father always tells the stories of how difficult it was for them to get anywhere. Hmm. You know, we used to use the bus to get to town. Town was our place. Yeah, that was yeah. our Saturday out, getting exactly. on the bus and going into town. That dropped you off town. at
0: Funderbell Square.
1: Yes, yes. So as a child, we knew that's... The only place where you, you had limited places. Mm. You didn't know there's this big world oh. and this big opportunity. School, I mean, our schools, they were segregated. Mm. Like, I didn't know there was rugby. I got to know about rugby afterwards when my diva was supporting. I mean, that's when I really got to know about rugby. Wow. I knew about soccer.
0: Yes, that's I, all we knew. That's
1: all we knew. We didn't yeah. have swimming uh, pools in our schools. So you,
0: you would have grown up supporting Leicester City.
1: Yes, I know uh, City but well. my team was Pirates, sorry. No. Oh man,
0: oh, <laughs> let's give a round of applause right there.
1: <laughs> pirates and Liverpool. A Liverpool fan is always a Pirates fan. Mm, we can <laughs> talk about that one. <laughs> so yes, we. I grew up in that era where there wasn't opportunities mm. and you couldn't see it either. You did not know any because better. Because our parents didn't get the opportunities yeah. of management. They weren't allowed to, they had to be the working class. Mm. There wasn't those things. There wasn't bursaries. There wasn't doors to open up for studies. You knew you were going to go into an admin job yeah. somewhere.
0: But you should have still had a dream, even yes. in that time. What was yes. the dream? What, what was this thing that you saw yourself today, then?
1: <laughs> I didn't know I would be in banking, <laughs> yeah. but I knew that I wanted to, to, to make a mark in the world mm. um, and to take leadership and to be different because what I saw, as you say, was this group of people fighting for our freedom yes. and for equal rights and for democracy. And I knew that I would be able to make a difference in that. Mm-hmm. And, and growing up in that era, as you would know, it did give us that sense of, I can do better, yep. I can go somewhere else. And, and my mom and dad created that environment for us as well. You know, it wasn't easy for them, yep. but, they they taught us that whatever you put your mind to uh, and my mother will tell you that I've always been outspoken. Always um she'll always say this one always says too much. Yeah, but yeah. I always had that. I was just born with uh with, with the that skill of tenacity mm-hmm. driving my mm-hmm. mother says I used to be the naughtiest leave the two behind and go out by the window while they're locking us <laughs> in so I always was somebody who who saw things in a different way yes. and realized that there's much there has to be more than what we exposed to today
0: so you leave high school and what happens so there's so no money to go any further
1: no yeah so I started a, a casual work um, at a retail store Edgar's in Market Street those years. wow. I still see it. Yes, and it was fun. (laughs) You know, that little salary you got there was fun. But also realized that there's so much more. You know, I gave it all while I was there. They put us to some training. Mm -hmm. But as I was there, I was like, no, there must be something more. And I wanted to get into banking. Yes. Because banking back then, Rams, was Was the thing for us coming from the townships. If you worked in the bank, you were okay. Yeah, Yeah, of course. So, um. I started looking and investigating what do I need um, to qualify to get into the bank, knowing I had no driver's license. So I started putting a plan together, yeah. uh, get a license. Remember, I started working when I was 17. Um, so I got my driver's license, uh, got my learners, got my drivers. I failed twice before I got my <laughs> drivers um, and then realized that I don't have skills I need computers in school. They didn't teach us yes. about computers. We didn't have that luxury. Ne- never
0: got to see a computer no, until after school. We didn't know school. what it looked like, yeah. right?
1: So I started investigating, and after work. I went to a, what they used to call then an IBM computer school just to teach you the basics yes. of what is a mouse, yeah. you know, what yeah. is the, 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 keyboard? the keyboard, yeah. what is this green screen those years, yes, it was still there the, the greens, yes. the MS-DOS type things. So I went for a <laughs> short course. Disc. Exactly, the floppy disk. I was excited. It was fun <laughs> and the fish and remember. Yeah, yeah. And just by doing that and then getting qualified, and then taking up all the um, opportunities where I was, you know, where they taught us about service excellence mm-hmm. and just taking us through training. And then putting my CV out there and started going for interviews and saying, I'll start at the bottom. Yeah. And then I got an opportunity at F&B. And they started a new division called Leisure Card. I don't know if you remember. It I for remember the, the rich people yes. That could afford timeshare. Yeah. And they employed me as a filing clerk. It's a filing clerk. As a filing clerk. You had very a title. excited. You had I had a title. A title. Yes. yes, I'm in the bank now. Yes. So it was very excited in Fraser Street, the corner of Fraser Street, taxis was up the road, very yep. easy for me to get to work. And there I started in this leisure department in the credit card division of F&B as a filing clerk. And it was those big, do you remember those big filing um uh it was almost like corridors that yes, you the, I the, I Those cabinets, sit, yeah. Take the paper and sit there. I didn't have a desk yeah. and in a phone and sit and file diligently until I started seeing other opportunities there. And I asked him, can I do this? I used to walk to the mail room, take, go down with the team and go fetch the mail to come and open it and to... To
0: file it. Yes. Because you are a filing clerk.
1: Yes. Took <laughs> lots of pride in my job.
0: <laughs> By the way, this conversation... Uh, uh, with Melanie Ramalo, African Bank's Group Executive Sales Branch Network, is live on Facebook, Metro FM Talk with Rams. You can watch us as we have this conversation so, the, so that you don't claim we are faceless people. We're going to take a short break and continue this conversation. And when we come back, we also take your calls. 89 110 Whatever you'd like to say to her, we are all ears. You are on Opportunity Tuesday and tonight we meet a boss and she's Melanie Ramalo from African Bank. She's Group Executive Sales Branch Network and she's going to be with us until the end of the show, top of the hour. We invite you to join us in this conversation, 89 You can also tweet at RamsbyTheHorns and uh, share your own stories about her, if you know her, but also if you want to talk to us about African Bank. But remember, she is not here to represent necessarily the bank, uh, so we don't want to turn this into a consumer show where you are unhappy about this or the other thing. But just to share a bit about her before we continue. Uh, She has a demonstrated history of 26 years working in the financial services industry, now we know studying as a filing clerk, where she gained experience from banking, medical aid, insurance, and investments, skilled in strategy, business management, corporate governance, marketing, sales, product development, operations, customer experience, compliance management, people management, and risk management. I was hoping it ends somewhere. <laughs> a strong business uh, development professional with a master of business administration. Guys, I don't think you heard me. She holds an MBA focused in business management, marketing and retail. Uh, This is important that I repeat this because this is the same person who left school, started working at 17, no education beyond metric, no banking experience, no computer skills, and today holds an MBA. She also holds uh, a marketing diploma. Uh, Supported supported imm leadership management from duke university and you don't find Duke university anywhere in south africa uh, advanced management uh, program with vets business school and a certificate in industrial and organizational psychology from unisa she's our guest on Meet, meet the boss she's melanie ramalo and she'd like to hear from you as much as i'd like to hear from you i could ask you all sorts of questions it's better if you join us in this conversation And we already have a caller before we continue on your story after the filing clerk's uh, story. (laughs) Let's start with uh, Andrew in Rustenberg. Good evening, Andrew.
3: Good evening, Rans. How are you doing?
0: Very well. Thank you for asking, mate. How are you?
3: I'm fine, thank you. I'm 100%. I'm so happy. Hey, Melanie, how are you doing?
1: I'm fine. Hello, Andrew. <laughs> I am so
3: proud of you, girl. Uh, thank you know you. what happened? I have almost a similar history as yours. Ne? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I was born in the, the, the area, I think you must know about it. It's Pella, it's around Rustinburg, where Moses Kotane is, mm. uh, is yes. from. Ne? Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I was born there. And then I, it, it's like a more like a village. And then what we were doing there is only cattle posts and all those things you don't mm. have. Yeah, that, that kind of lifestyle. We've never been exposed to anything like the swimming that you've been talking about and all those things. You know, but now I, I took money from my mom. It was 500 rents. Mm. I went to Wheatbank to to, to to look for a job. I got the job there. And uh, my first salary that I got there was... 400, grand I still have the baseline slip of
4: you
3: ah. even right now. <laughs> um, you know, at the moment when I'm speaking to you, when I'm speaking to you, ne, to cut the whole story short. Yes, I was
0: about to say, don't steal, don't steal the thunder from <laughs> Melanie, But yeah, continue, Andrew.
3: <laughs> so I'm a managing director of um, Selayan So Constructions. Oh I'm man. Also, an author. I'm, I'm writing a book. It will oh. be finished in October.
2: Mm. And then
3: oh. I am a music producer wow. and then I'm doing all sorts of things. I'm owning a shop, a clothing shop. So I've got Mate. so many things in with
4: <laughs> wow. I'm an
3: investor with this other big company from Australia. So Melanie big up, big up. You- You've got a long way to go. Please, just deal oh, with that. Oh, man. Andrew. <laughs> thank you.
1: Ah. Congratulations, Andrew. That is awesome, hey? Amazing that is fantastic. Story. Yeah,
3: because it's not about where you're from. It's about the direction that you're facing. Oh. If you're facing oh. the right direction, I'm telling you, there's no way. You're never going to go wrong. Andrew, you were eavesdropping oh, on our conversation
0: you. when we took a break. Because Melanie could not understand why I keep on asking these questions. It's because <laughs> I know somebody like you and some people like you, Andrew, are listening because it's not about uh, our circumstances. It's what we do in yes. those circumstances. So, Mel, you, you, you got to move from being a, a, uh, a filing clerk and, and the path became better and better as we moved on. What was the next move, the immediate move after being a filing clerk?
1: Well, it was becoming a call center agent. Uh-huh. And I thought that's the best job ever. And just creating um, the best service for a customer. Yeah. And then also just selling the products and putting on some membership. And mm-hmm. so I went through that value chain. And then I realized, but there's bigger in F&B. There's branches. Yes. And I love working with people. So I started looking for a branch opportunity and then got a job in Iloff Street branch, right? Opposite <laughs> the um, court. Yes. And there they employed me as a savings clerk, an inquiries clerk, mm-hmm. front desk. And I thought it's the best thing. This is ever. it. Yes. I'm, I'm made. I'm made. I'm here. It was just lovely getting in the taxi, going to Ilove Street and getting off right opposite. It was OK Bazaar. Yes, so I remember yes. I used to stop off. You know, when you're young, 20, you can buy chocolates in the morning and eat it the whole day and not pick <laughs> up any anyway. weight. So that was great. <laughs> um, and I actually started first. They put me in the switchboard room yeah. before they put me on the front desk. So it was awesome. I went into a room just like ours today yeah. in the studio and I used to answer calls on the switchboard first before they put me on the front end. Yes. Um, And that's how I got into learning what the branch was all about. And I worked with, and then when they put me in front, I worked with customers of all um, LSMs, you know. I had customers who trusted me. You know, we used to have the Friday, half day, 12 o'clock customers coming in. And they would come there with their little book. Yes. Remember, you had a savings had a bank book, book, a bank book yes. where your salary is paid in every Friday. Yes. And I used to have customers who couldn't read or write, and they would only want to come to me because they trust that I will give them what is written in their bank wow. book. So when I left, it was a big tra- problem for the bank because the customers were like, "I want that girl because I'm, I trust her." I'm, so it was amazing. I built up that rapport there, and. In the branch, I learned about check and ledger accounts. Remember those years? I learned about foreign exchange. uh, And I took up every opportunity the bank offered. So every course there was available internal, I took it up. And I started going for those courses.
0: And before we go to the courses, because I want to link what you just told me with how things finally work out, isn't it? So you go through that process. And at, at that point, you're probably just looking for another opportunity and maybe something more on your paycheck. Yes. And then today there's three hundred and ninety five branches that yes. you manage. And all this comes together because Yeah. All these people who work in these branches are doing exactly what you were doing yes. twenty years ago or so. Yes. So it's amazing how it all worked together.
1: Absolutely. That experience
0: could be taken to your job now and none of these young people can rub wool over your eyes <laughs> because you know what <laughs> what they're talking about.
1: Absolutely Rams and, and that's why um, if my team was here, they would tell you that they can't because yeah. I started at the bottom. So most of the respect I get to what Andrew is saying, it's not what you where you come from, mm. but it's what did you make of where you come from, yes. and how did you turn it into understanding those you work with? Because that's the importance, and 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 being able to be empathetic mm-hmm. towards, and that's what's brought me to where I am today. It's not just gaining new skills, educating myself, um, and taking opportunities yes. and being tenacious about what I want and knowing that there's a bigger world out there. Um, it was about understanding people and being authentic in my dealings with, with people mm. and, and using my strengths um, to build this big career that I wanted and and that I knew where I come from, it's Impossible. Yeah. They used to tell us it's yeah. impossible, but I knew that I could make it possible if I give my commitment to my goals and where I want to be.
0: And in that process, you then started uh, focusing in books. You started. You decided you're going to learn.
1: Yes, yes. I realized it was a journey of growth. Yes. Um, when I looked at the the guys that was managers, and at that time it was only you know white. Males yep. mostly, yeah. Um, and I looked at what they have, and I realized they've got some certificates, management certificates. Mm-hmm. I have to start somewhere, um, and I started a little bit late and my advice today to young people is start as soon as possible but also they have more opportunities than what I had mm. because remember it wasn't given to us on a platter yep. now today grab those opportunities as you said earlier there's all these these avenues today to be an entrepreneur mm. to do what you want mm. to do and to drive your goals so I started looking at what is needed for me to gain the qualification because the minute you move you want to move upwards they either use experience or they use
0: qualifications, qualifications. Yeah. In my and if time, you have both is even better
1: it's even better so I started that so I started the journey of okay now I must do some uh, marketing management because I'm a people's person and they said I'm extrovert mm-hmm. let's try that and I loved it yeah. and that helped me the next one was a VITS um, management advancement program yeah. and I loved that and I had some good coaches along the way mm. I identified them And I was bold enough to say, okay, so how do I get to where you are? Yes. And this was towards my my white colleagues. I said, okay, so how did you get there at Mm. that age? What did you do? And there was nice enough people along our path who obviously felt a little bit guilty and thought, okay, (laughs) we need to help a little bit here. And I took advantage of that, you know. Started, and then I did my uh, WITS uh, certificate, and then I moved into my um, master's degree yes. because then I realized to get to where I am today, yeah. I need my master's degree. Yeah. But the, the
0: They're not lo- going to look at you if you want to get to that top six without that master's degree. No. And you certainly are not going to be the next CEO if you don't
4: have
1: it. And if you want to know a story about that master's degree, when I applied for it in the organization I was working at that time, mm-hmm. it was another lady, white counterpart, and I was told by my senior boss that I wasn't going to make it Merely of the fact of where I come from. Wow. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, you weren't exposed to uh, tertiary education or university. You went straight into work. So your chances of failing is so much higher oh, than your counterpart who has been exposed to a higher education. So it's, we should, we should have told them easy. to listen to this show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't <laughs> worry. I phoned, me, me, me. I phoned them when I got it. And I just said, I just want to tell you, I did get wow. my master's degree and my colleague didn't make it. So it. it it's those challenges that we faced, but through it all, uh, they, they kind of made me just stronger and wanted to prove a point oh. that you don't need a great background to become successful or even to be educated. Yeah. You know, my diva always says knowledge is it, it, it empowers us yes. and knowledge and education is free today today is so free it's so you free. can google it yes you can google it there's no excuse for our young people today
0: Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. join us in this conversation and as i say i always mean it by the way i also want those who work with mail to call you know it's it, it's beautiful to hear from people who work with somebody to give us their own testimonies of of you uh, don't don't be shy about saying to her she's a good boss i think she is lindo in devon good evening Hello, how are you? I'm well, thank you, mate. Don't call me, say, how are you, Lindo?
4: <laughs> I'm good, thank you for bringing that lady. Mm. Yeah, so we are very proud of her. Uh, my name is Lindo. Um, I'm living in Devon, but I'm from the village of Treza at Olundi. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you, you work know, for the bank? Young... Hello? You You work for the bank? <laughs>
4: How do you know? <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Because you, you sound like somebody who, who works for the bank.
4: <laughs> yeah, I okay. always yes, I, I do work for the bank. Okay, so I'm under her leadership, mm-hmm. but I I'm, I'm on the ground level. You know, I'm a self consultant. Yeah, and I always read um, her emails. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's very gratifying. You know, yes. uh, to look up. Uh, the person like Melanie Mm. and it encourages us as young people you know to to reach that stage you know Mm. as you know that in life we have you know very terrible background but to hear from her that out of all those challenges you know it pushes her to to be where she is at the moment Mm. it's very encouraging to us and we are so happy to have that affective person with us. <laughs> I hope one day mm-hmm. she will mentor me, you know. <laughs> she will come in, in three twenty friends in Devon and say who is that uh, young man who was calling <laughs> uh in Metro, you know. Uh, like I, I I have a question from Melanie mm. Yeah. Uh, in in her vision or in <clears throat> like uh, in her plans uh does she have um uh, something that is going to like uh improve the youth where she's gonna instill that knowledge and experience and mentorship to the young one mm. because we really need people who are going to impart not in terms of money or anything but a person who's going to tell me you know i started like this you know Mm, because mm. it's very difficult you know in life but we need people who, who are going to tell us you know the formula you know how yes. to reach that stage yes. because it's very challenging Linda, thank you I'm so happy I'm enjoying your, your show thank
0: sir. you, Linda. Thank thank you Lindo we, we, she will respond shortly let's <laughs> take one, one, one other call and then you'll respond to thank Lindo you. Shirin in Centurion uh, good evening to you
1: good evening team how are you guys Good And you, Shireen. <laughs> Hi Mel. <Hello. laughs> it's so nice to you. I voice. know
2: that
4: you guys have asked for Mel's colleagues to phone in mm. and just listening to her this evening puts everything into perspective with who she is. Yes. I have recently um, joined the bank with Mel and have the privilege of getting to know her. Yeah. She is absolutely phenomenal. Um, celebrating Women's Month. She Mm. is so inspiring. She is ever willing to help. And it's absolutely great to be surrounded by phenomenal women like her. Mm. Um, It's mentors like these that help us grow and develop in our careers. So now, from me and the rest of your
1: team, thank you for everything you do for us. Oh, thank you so much, Shireen. I appreciate it.
0: Beautiful call, Shireen. Thank you very much for that.
1: Thank you so much. Good evening. And do you too. You
0: too. Nivash on Facebook says, what an awesome leader. She's the best. Wow. So, uh, Lindo wants to know, (laughs) mentorship for young people so that they can end up like
4: you.
1: (laughs) It's definitely on my path. Um, He actually just touched something that I've been working with my life coach.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I've actually put the vision together. And I want to call it belong. You yes. belong. Um, because there's so many people f- that feel rejected. And young people today. Because the standards are so much higher, yeah. Rams, than yeah. when you and I was yeah. was there. Um, so for them today, there's other challenges. And so for me, that is why my success, I want to let it, you know, bow over to, me mentoring and developing them, yes. but not just the young people, but also the abused. Because so many young people are abused today. Mm. You know, you, mm. you, you see those stats mm. on a daily basis. And also just women um, and giving them back their courage and their strength and the fact that you can do it. And, and encouraging men to stand up again, because a lot has happened around our youngsters um, our females and our fathers not being present. Yeah, um, we see so many of those stories, and we need to encourage the young people. But even if the father is not present, you can make a difference. There's so many people that has not had a mother or a father that passed away or mm. weren't there, that has become successful. Yeah. and there's so many challenges we've had that has made, and it's that challenge. If you turn it into good, that will make others. And give others the hope, never to lose the hope. So it is very close to my heart. People at work know that I love developing and growing people. We've just employed over 600 graduates um, into the bank to give them an opportunity to teach them. They are so excited. Wow. So it's it's in the branches that yep. we've done that. These are your people. Uh, these are my people. So it is close to the bank's heart as well as my heart, a personal purpose. You know, they say, find your purpose. Yep. And then all else, ev- follow. all else I'll follow. So that's why I love working at the bank because we have that purpose um, to grow and develop the young people of, of of this beautiful country of ours.
0: Well, let's hear more of people calling us. Kinelo in Johannesburg, good evening.
1: Yes, hi, good evening. Mm. Yes, so um, Melanie is
4: my boss. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, okay. um, yes. <laughs> so I I head up the call center. I heard her talk about her love for people, and um, that is just so true of her. You know, um, she encourages us, never stops thanking her people,
1: always reminding us of how great we are, and uh, she just let us be. You know, gives mm. us space to make things happen, allows us to
4: make mistakes. She is just such a great boss. Yes. Wow.
0: Thank you, Kay. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Keneilwe. K- Thank you. Great stuff. On that note, Mel, yes. I'd like to introduce another subject. Uh, in spite of what Keneilwe says, the truth is that in the workplace and generally in South Africa, it is not easy for women. Mm. It's tough out there. The world still favors men. We, we lie about other things. <laughs> the reality is that when we look at those stats, is that people like Kinelu have to fight against so many Ramses out there who are given opportunities just because of their biology and nothing yeah, else. It's
2: true.
0: What, I'd like us to talk about two things. I'd like us to talk about what do you say to people like Inelwe and Shirin and all other women, not only in African Bank, but whoever is listening to us about what it takes for them to get to where you are. And by the way, I'm not even saying you are not discriminated where you are. You you still live in a men's world. I'm glad that your CEO is female, which is great. (laughs) Uh, So what do we say to them about surviving that space and still growing in that space? But two, I'd like us also to talk about what is it that you believe other women at your level could do to help those below you so that they don't they don't go through the same struggles that you went through to get to the next level.
1: Absolutely. Um, so I'm just going to start in what I do to to curb those barriers for yeah. us as women. And you're right; it's across the sectors, no matter where you are. Yeah. Um, it's to first of all be confident of who you are, because as women we tend to not be as confident as our male counterparts. Mm. And and that's just a scientific fact, a psychological fact. And it's about learning to say that if your colleague who's a male can stand up and say they can do something without even realizing what to do yeah. they're just so confident in that I'm here I'm a provider and I'm good, and I can do it I have the intelligence is to have that same confidence mm. and to stop thinking it through as much as we do yes. self-doubting as, and, and yes, second-guessing and, as females to think no but can I do it and I'm not going to put my hand up because I want to achieve excellence yes no just the impos the Im- the impossible is always possible, and that's how our male counterparts think mm. and it's something I learned the hard way. I wish I'd learned it earlier rather than later, but yeah. I have now, and there's yeah. the time for everything. It's to be um confident uh show up confident mm. don't and sit at the table. Don't get up and make the tea when you are in a meeting Yes um don't do the things don't you write do the, at don't write the don't write the minutes. Yes, don't do the minutes. Yes. You're not the secretary. Um, and my coach over the years, different coaches have taught me that. Show up. But don't show up as a male either. Be female. Be feminine. Be because compassionate, the fe- Be yeah. compassionate. Because you also have the extreme where we were told you'd have to be an alpha. Yeah. And there's no need to be that because we have the same brains. We can do the same things. But there's a reason why there's a man and a woman. Yeah. There's a reason why the saying is who is behind you, Rams? That mm. has made you the successful person you are today. So use those empathetic skills yeah. in the workforce by using your 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 intuition. So it's one of it's been one of my strengths, and not to doubt your intuition yes and to take those risks that men doesn't have that other sense that we have and it's it's proven statistically yeah that when there's more females in a corporate world or in a business that the successes or the revenue the profits are higher because they think about holistically yes and they think about not just the the facts but they think about what can be. They're mm. the planners. And your previous couple also said it. Yeah. You heard the wife said, "I plan. Yes. I put this together." The processes. Are... And and when you asked the question later, she said, "Yes, the vision ramps yes. because we see the vision, and then the guys will, you know, unpack that ah, with the female." Yeah. So use those skills and 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 collaborate. Collaboration and collective leadership mm. has been another uh, strength I've learned that when you bring people with you is being um, assertive but not aggressive Mm. and and using those skills to attain what you need to get across, using facts when you're speaking to males and not so much the emotive stuff or the uh, emotional uh, uh, behavioral stuff, you know, using facts more, but then adding in the holistic picture of what you actually could get and then take a risk, you know, the second question about before what we, we can go to do. the second question, yes,
0: yes, need to take a call. Oh, but I also need to add to that to something you said earlier. That in a in a workplace where there are more women, uh, the business is most likely to get successful. I'll tell you this much. Also, in a place in a workplace where there are more women than men, men are happy. Uh, Nivash <laughs> is calling us from Johannesburg. Good evening,
2: Nivash.
1: Of course they are. (laughs) Hi, Rams. Hi, boss. How are you? Hello, Navaj. How are you keeping? Finding you.
2: Awesome. Firstly, Rams, I am am truly, truly blessed to work for this individual, to get to see her every single day, and for her to motivate us. I just want to tell you a quick story. You know, uh, recently it was Women's Day, and she, she gifted us with a voucher. And I'm saying us because even the guys cashed in on the Women's Day so, I mean, mm. she she doesn't only think about women, it's, she thinks about us men as well. I mean, I work with her on a daily basis. Hopefully, I'm seeing her tomorrow. Uh, so, I promise you, she she says what she does. She does what she says. Um, she calls a spade a spade at times. And she's a people's person like you cannot believe. That's a brilliant feedback, mate. I mean, uh, I, mean uh, I, I, I can't even, uh, I, I don't know what to say anymore. But, uh, sure, Mel. <sighs> nah, uh, I have a nice day. I <laughs> you.
0: Nivesh, uh, when, uh, when, uh, when uh, uh, performance review comes, pull out, pull out this tape <laughs> no, and no, put no, it on no. the table. When the
2: performance review comes, my targets are made, so it's right. <laughs> <Not a issue.
0: laughs> well done, mate. Thank you <laughs> Thanks, very much man. for calling in. Cheers. Uh, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back for you to respond to the second question and take more calls. But before then, one day leader, the search for one day leader is now on. SABC One and SABC Education are searching for that young person who has the ability to lead Mzansi into a better tomorrow. If you are between the ages of 18 and 25 and believe that you have what it takes, visit www.sabc1.co.za to enter now. One Day Leader, discovering tomorrow's leaders today, closing date has been extended to 17th August. By the way, uh, if you are going to be in Polokwane tomorrow, ne? Uh, I'm going to be sharing a story tomorrow about how not to kill your business. I- I'd like you to join in. Come tomorrow. I'm inviting you. It's not my event. do pr- proudly proudly say, but come and listen. If they ask you that, just say Rem said I should come. I'll remember the venue and I'll tell you where to come to. It's tomorrow in Pulukwan between 9 and 1 o'clock in the afternoon. But we're continuing our conversation with Melanie Ramalo, African Bank's Group Executive Sales and Branch Network. She's our guest on Meet the Boss. And we'd like to hear from you. We are on the last mile of the show now. We don't have much time. If you don't call now, you're going to miss it out. 89 110 on Twitter at Rams by the Horns. And Facebook, where the show is live now is Metro FM Talk, with Rams, Bongani has been very patient male wanting to talk to us. Good evening, Bongs, in Bloemfontein.
3: Yes, good evening. How are you? Hello, Bongani. Dark
0: and lovely, mate. How are you?
4: <laughs>
3: no, I'm great. Uh, I'm just calling to just propose a compliment. That mm. My sisters are also a business lady. I just told her to listen to the show. She's a very uh, an inspiring lady, I must say. Mm-hmm and um, hopefully maybe one one of the good days I'll find myself within her industry. She sounds like a good CEO. I'm also managed by a lady, and I think that she's a great leader.
0: Wow. Thank you very yeah, much, thank Bongani. You.
1: Thank, you, thank you. Thank, thank well,
0: you, Bongani. Well, Bongani is joined by a few more people. Uh, Sbusi So on Facebook says, how long did she take to complete her MBA while working? And Lungam Mjakuka says, I'm sitting in the car listening to this wonderful leader. I'd like her to mentor me. Oh. God, you're going to have to a million people to mentor. <laughs> so, how long did it take you to complete that magic MBA? Four years. Wow.
1: Four years.
0: So you were working? Yes. Leading a thousand five hundred people, and still, I mean, you did all these things in your life. I mean, I could have read your CV. Listen to these guys. This woman has worked for, among others, <laughs> uh, MediCover, Medical Scheme, Liberty Group, uh, Liberty Retail. Uh Liberty Group again. and uh, You okay, spend more time with Liberty Group. There's something Seven interesting years. there. Yes. Something interesting there. And then you joined the bank in 2016. Yes, I know I asked you a question, but I don't want to forget this one. Yes. You joined the bank as it's rebuilding. 2016 yes. is a rebuilding time. Things had been bad before. Yes. Uh, it, and it doesn't help that in 2018, other small banks are not doing too well.
2: Mm.
0: Are you confident that this African bank Especially from a retail and customer service point of view, it's going to be much better than what we had seen before.
1: It already is, Rams. Yeah. If you look at our 2016, our 2017, and wait for our 2018 results, yeah. you will see that the strategy that we put out with our board has and is unfolding. Um, it's changed, it's transformed, and we've strategically taken certain steps. Um, And we've learned from others where we've said we partner where it will make sense. We're not going to rebuild and do things ourselves. Mm -hmm. We've made those smart choices with our board around putting the right things in place, putting the customer at the center of everything we do and giving value for money. You know, Rams, that... Even when we we were in that bad time in curatorship, out of that, when I joined them in February 2016, it was just before we launched the new African bank, Good Bank. Mm -hmm. And that was on the 1st of April 2016. We did a little bit of research to think, should we change the brand? Yeah. Um, What is customers saying? And we found that the customers didn't care where we came from. because. There was never money that was stolen. It was more governance issues. Yes, yes. So on that base, the customer felt that African Bank was always there for them and gave them an opportunity which other banks didn't. Mm. And although that posed some problems for us later, there's that customer base, the town. I mean, we had a bank in El Rado Park, African Bank had a branch there, although today it's closed. Yes. But customers were, were were feeling that this is a bank that looks after us and will give us what we need mm. at that point in time. Mm. And so we found that we had a huge loyalty base from a customer at a lower, at the emerging market. And, um, and in
0: in, in, the, in the last two years, has your product offering improved? Are, are we getting yes, more products from you now? Yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So we're still doing our our, our loans yeah. Um, and it's still going great we are doing investments um, and deposits and we've grown we're almost at a billion Um, So that is fantastic. Customers are trusting us with their money. 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, 10, 15 million small businesses. Because we've got such great investment rates. Yes. Um, We've also got insurance products. We've partnered. We also had our own. And we've partnered with a partner to sell insurance. So we've become a multi-channel. We've got online now. We've got the branches. We've got, as you heard, Kineo. We've got a call center. So we've got a multi-channel. So it's not outsourced. You own your call center. Own our call centers, Um, and we've got a multi-channel, multi-product business today. And then we're going to launch transactional soon, Mm. and become a fully fledged bank, as you've heard our wonderful CEO speak about our digital journey we are on. We're still trying to
0: get her here, and and we will, we will, we will, we will 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 make sure we get her here. We will get her here. We need to celebrate her. Yes, Uh, yes. She's the only black female CEO of a bank in this country, and that's so important. So
1: don't you think I made the right choice? Huh? I'm yeah. here with <laughs> Basani Mowleleka, oh, the man. first f- female in the financial industry. And it's so great to be part, which brings me to the second question.
0: Yes, I was, I want to say, let's not forget the second yes. question. How do we then, you, Basani, everybody else, how do we pull other women like Kinelo and Shireen to this
1: level one day? It's by just supporting one another and, and, and developing one another. and, Giving them the opportunities Mm. and to work as as a team, irrespective of which background, which education, and to just open those doors for Mm. one another Um, and not to be so critical on one another. Because we are females, yeah. we are very critical as to what, what you it want. But could it be because
0: you, you're asking for more from them? Th- yes. This, this being critical is not negative. It's about, I know you can do better yes, than this. Yes,
1: yes. But we have to learn that in a different way. Yeah. It's become more collaborative, more teamwork. But it's not just a female thing. I find it. it's within us black people. Yeah. We don't support one another in creating opportunities when it comes in the corporate world mm-hmm. and we tend to get to the top and then not open the doors for others as you've said. Yes. But it's to allow and to create that sh- sh- job shadowing opportunities yeah. so that they know a day in the life of a CEO, know a day in the life of a uh, executive, know a day in the life of any job that we have. So we've got a program in our organization where we do job shadowing. Mm-hmm. Canelwest team is doing a supervisor one where we identify young people to do that. Yeah. And it's not just for females but for men too. So it's that's that's the strength. It's to support and to grow one another and to create opportunities for the strengths you identify in someone else so that's my advice to everybody is to stand together and to network and to um, encourage one another along this path because it does get it gets life gets hectic the economy and all of those things so it's to support encourage and to be collaborative and collective in, in what we do
0: in 15 seconds as we conclude what's next
1: For me, Mm -hmm. I want to support Bassani in this journey, but that's my next level, is to get to a CEO um, opportunity and to run my own um, because of all the skills I've gained from the bottom up. And I believe I can do a good job as well. So it's very awesome and a great privilege to be besides Bassani today because I'm learning from her and I can see what's happening around a female CEO. Yes. And she's taking us with wherever she goes. So the learning for me is happening at this point in time, which you said, the path takes you to the next yes. level. So that's my next level. And then to start my own organization around, um, which we spoke about earlier, the young people mm. and, and, and my um, my project around growing and developing our youngsters, which is our children, which is the future of South Africa.
0: I know I speak for I know I speak for the listeners of this show who, who's been listening to this show that we know you will make it. Oh, and it's been a privilege having you here, Mel. We wish yeah. you all the best and thank you for your time and your insights.
1: Thank you so much, Ramson, Thanks for the invitation. It was really wonderful. I was very nervous, but I really enjoyed the time with the listeners and yourself and your team. And all the best for this wonderful radio station, which I used to listen to every Sunday. Yes, we all grew up yes, in the station. Yes, you know. 32 yes. years on the station, by the way. <laughs>
0: Melanie Ramalo has been a guest on Meet the Boss's African Bank's Group Executive Sales Branch Network. And that concludes our show and the week. As I said, I will be in Pulukwani tomorrow. Uh, please look out on the page. I, you'll see where I'm, I can't remember the place, but it's from 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. From me, Rem Smabote, good night and God bless.